Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I am Will. And we're back to talk about the fifth episode of WandaVision. This one was called On a Very Special Episode. On a so very before we get too far into it... <laughs> what's that? <laughs> yeah, on a very special episode, because this was a special episode. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Um... So just another heads up, just for those who might not have listened to us before, we get in deep with the stuff we talk about. So if you haven't seen the show and you plan on it, you know, we're going to spoil it for you. Full on spoiler warning. Full on spoiler warning. And I have to issue somewhat somewhat of an apology. Um, Back when we first started talking about the show, the first or the second episode, I kind of said that uh, Evan Peters was cast to be in the season. I didn't know when I made that announcement that it was a leak. It kind of a leak. I mean, IMDb mm-hmm. had it posted, and that's kind of what I was going on. And a couple of other sites had it posted that he was casted. I had mm-hmm. no idea that that wasn't supposed to really be public knowledge when I when I said that. Um, so I I apologize for that one. Um, I didn't see him coming in the way that he did, though. But it, it, still, it's yeah. I really, I really wish, you know, news sites like that, especially IMDb, would take a little bit more caution when they release things like that. It's, it's I'm a little ri- surprised because IMDb, I usually look at as like the last line of defense. Like if yeah. it's not there, it's not official. Exactly. That's so, what I thought. I, it, okay. It's, it's yeah. here. Like there's no, there was no, when I looked at it, you know, back when we first started talking about this, even maybe a month prior to us talking about the first episode, they had him listed. They did not have a character name associated with him at the time, and I just figured, oh, this is going to be, you know, somewhat of a surprise. I was shocked that, you know, he was announced. I thought that, okay, this is just, this is public knowledge. This is just what it is. And then I find out later, oh, it was a leak. Okay. Now, okay. And so that's that's on me. So I'm going to try to keep my mouth shut about certain things going forward. Um, Yeah, well, that's, that's mean, about it. I- I appreciate the apology because it did it did ruin it for me. Like if I didn't read about it and didn't know about it, I would have been like, you know, <laughs> freaking out yeah. at the end of the episode. But I knew it was coming. And as soon as you see the back of his head and you see the gray hair, you're like, oh, that's how they did it. Yeah. But I mean, hey, whatever. You know, yeah. I might have stumbled upon it, too. And honestly, like, again, we spoil things. You know, I, I think it was knowledge that it came out there. It's not like you went out there and you like spied on somebody. And no, you, it's not you like got I got. I didn't get this. I didn't get this off of 4chan or off of Reddit or or anything like that. I mean, I always thought, you know, when I look at when I look at places like IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, I they're reputable sources, you know. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just I never thought that they would publish or somebody would purposely publish something like that that would be a, a massive spoiler like that so when i saw it mm. i was just like oh that's really weird knowledge but hey whatever um maybe maybe right. it'll be some kind of surprise when he actually shows up in the episode and it kind of was um we'll get into that a lot more of that later but yeah that's uh that's all i have to say about that that's that's on yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> all right well this show continues to just get creepier weirder and more intense yeah and it's just i just it's it's weird to me because i know i really accepted the whole sitcom thing mm-hmm. you know and i'm like this is cool i mean i'm okay with this going like this but then obviously knowing like it's not going to go like this forever because they're gonna it's the walls are going to come down you know it We're wouldn't it wouldn't have been able here. to continue like that forever no no right but the fact that the, the fact that things have unraveled to this degree yet she's still holding on 
to the sitcom thing is really interesting. It's super so, interesting. Um, before know, I, I we like go, that they were able to do it. Before we go any further, I'm going to say this. If Elizabeth Olsen isn't nominated for an Oscar by the end of this thing, I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh. Not saying that she yeah. win. I'm just saying she should at the very least be nominated. Her her knowledge and the way that she throws herself into the classic sitcom style mom is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And the way that she can go mm-hmm. between that and being Wanda and being mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch and as we find out in this episode, you know, dip in and out of accents is is mm-hmm. unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Her, she's killing it. She is absolutely yep. killing it in this series, and I I want to see her get recognized for for what she's doing here. It's 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 amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Right. Oh yeah. No, I totally agree. Cool. It was funny when that happened. Um, just the way that um. When she popped back in, like you said, the in and out of accidents, a- accents, I was like, okay, all right, that's interesting. Um, but anyway, let's see. Uh, so this episode kind of goes off, you know, we've worked our way through the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and now we're here in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, 50s, 60s, 70s, and then 80s. Did we hang in a, se- in a s- decade? Wait. 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s. Yeah, we're in the 80s now. This is the, isn't this the fifth episode? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because they had that one episode where it was all. Oh, outside. you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All of that's outside. what. It, okay, that makes sense. Okay, I got lost. I'm like, wait, I, I know my math is not wrong. I'm like, I'm super tired, but my math can't be that off. No, no, you're not. Missing so sorry, anything. everybody. This episode's gonna be coming up. It's gonna be aired pretty late. I mean, it's already pretty late for me. I, I've just been, I've been up forever, it seems. Um, but. I'll try to keep it together. Anyway, so it opens up, um, and they kind of have the, uh, oh, just like the whole thing starts off with them trying to get the kids to go to sleep, you know. Um, and well, he was, like, reading a book to the kid. That didn't work. <laughs> He's shoving pacifiers in his ears that he doesn't have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting. You know, Agnes comes in to help, right? And she's just like, oh, look at me with my buns of steel. She's She's great. You know, the, the the way that they've had her character develop as well has been really, really good. It's been, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Catherine Hahn. So her character in there is constantly popping in, and you can tell she's been very aware of, like, the oddities of what's going on. Yep. And in this episode, we have a lot... She gets a lot more, like... She, she breaks out. She's in, in the this, know. And it's just like... Oh yeah, she's yeah. super and in gets, the know. It gets pretty. It gets pretty crazy. Um, but anyway, so, th- the whole thing at this point where she's like, "Oh, do you want me to take that again?" You know, like like take it from the top. Complete fourth uh, wall break, which I thought was right. I thought was really <sighs> clever because it's not. It's not the first time that Agnes has done something like this. Um, you go back mm-hmm. to the second episode where it was very much, oh, no, don't be yourself. And there's that really awkward, you know, right. pause and, the, and the, just a tone in her voice and she breaks character there. So she's done, right. she's done this before and now we're just, we're just upping the ante. And now we're at the point where mm-hmm. she no longer cares that there are some strange things happening in this family. You know, the kids are aging up and she's using her powers in front of her. Like, I don't know what to make of this character and what she knows and what she doesn't know. But I Mm. said last week that I believed that, you know, Wanda was getting some type of help. 
And mm. maybe it's her who's actually helping her accomplish whatever goal uh, Wanda actually has. That was kind of a thought that I had leaving this episode. Something else that I wanted right, to touch right. upon, um, and it, real briefly, I want to move backwards a little bit. One is, did you see the previously on for this episode where they kind of go back and they're talking about what happened last week? Yeah. There's a line change and it's significant. So, oh, there's okay. a line. It's oh. a pretty big one, too. So last week we saw the scene where Wanda is shoving Monica out of the world. Right, last right. week she tells Vision, oh, she had to rush home. Right. This week on the previously on that line changes to she didn't belong here. Oh, OK. I just I thought, thought that. I, just I thought, thought I really heard weird. that and it was kind I, of like I just okay. thought it was really really weird to 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 make a point of that in a previously on thing so no longer are we just mm. like no longer is what's happening in the show just limited to you know the show WandaVision it's more broad now where it's like okay now we're affecting a, a part of the show that isn't supposed to be a part of the show. Like normally when you're watching a television show and you see previously on, that's not supposed to be a part of the show. This is, Hey, we're going to catch you up on what you may have missed, or we're going to refresh your memory or something like that. That's more studio. Right. But, but, but as we've seen, you know, where, you know, Dr. Dr. Darcy there, she's, she's watching it. She's the one who's watching this broadcast. I know. So we're watching the same thing they are. So if things are being manipulated and we have those jump cuts where, you know, suddenly this this woman doesn't break her glass and all that stuff and it just cuts to something else, you know, who's to say they can't change it previously on right. to make that reality. Right. So I, it's, I can, I can see your point of view, but I also see I'm like, well, it makes perfect sense because we are viewing what is actually being viewed you know, in the real world outside of it. <laughs> and another wow, thing say that that's the real world. Another thing that I immediately caught because, and I've done this, there's this really odd red hue everywhere. Mm. And for a second, I thought it was my TV. Like, did, do I have to like adjust the contrast or something? I'm like, no, this is just, this is just a show. Like it's coming mm. off of vision. It's coming off of Monica. Not, I'm sorry, not Monica. It's coming off of Agnes. It's coming off yeah. of everybody in the office when we get to that scene. And it's just, oh. it's really, it's so, it's so odd that there's this red hue coming off of very specific things, a light mm. and, and, and Pete and certain people, but not everybody. It's, it's very, yeah. it's, it's very jarring. And I, like I said, I yeah. even went, I even went into my television settings and I was like, is the contrast up too high? Is the, is the tint mm. up too high? What's going on? And then I just reset everything to normal. And I was like, no, this is, this is the way they want me to watch this episode. And it's, I, I haven't noticed it. I didn't notice it last week. I didn't notice it mm. when they entered into the seventies. This is the first time I'm seeing anything like this. And and it was, it was super weird. And just the explosion of red that was everywhere made me feel like I was watching a Tim Burton movie. It was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, know, the whole yeah, you're thing absolutely here is right. Are being controlled. And, you know, and we, again, so the thing is we got, um, we got a good understanding that Wanda was doing all this <laughs> in the last episode. And we have a much better understanding of exactly what she's doing and how far she's going with it in this episode. Mm-hmm. But again, oh, I mean, whatever. I guess we'll get into that too. But I mean, she even states at one point in this episode that she did not start this. No, I don't think it she happened. did either. Yeah, I don't it think happened, she started. But yeah, she, but she's manipulating it. So, anyway, 
what we're getting in this episode is like after that whole thing where Agnes just like breaks character and starts asking if she wants to like react it, uh, Vision was totally like, um, what was that about? You know, and he's clearly already been knowing something has been up since the last episode, if not earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, did you really not see what I just saw? And then, you know, gets into the argument there, and then the twins grow up another five years. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> so, they're not babies anymore, now they're five-year-old boys. Okay. Interesting. Then we get into the WandaVision intro, which I was trying to place which show this was mostly family ties you know, parodying what's was it family ties family that's, the painting okay, okay. that's what I was, i'm like was it growing pains no i think it's because it they open up they open up family ties with like a portrait being painted right right that's the right. way family okay, ties opens and I, and I love how the theme song was we're making it up as we go along this that is, was such a <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> I mean, that was, it was almost like it was to us. As know? two people, Not, it, I was just about to say that, as two people who are like, w- aside from just, you know, television and movies and everything, we're also like huge music nerds. So the yeah. lyrics to this thing, like, was smacking me in the face. <laughs> you, wander yeah. the wor- you wander the world with a vision of what life could be, but then years <laughs> come to teach you just to wait and see. Forces may pull us apart, but nothing can phase me if you're in my heart. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was, my jaw was on the ground. Like, yeah. This was, a, this was, yeah. I was blown yeah. away. I was blown away by what yeah. that, just that, that alone. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's crazy. Oh, boy. That, what's the whole thing? Oh, yeah. So now, now we, we get back to Monica, who's there, and they're, like, studying her and everything. And she's explaining what it was like, you know, to have Wanda, like, controlling her to a point, you know? Mm-hmm. And she said it was just pain, you know? And she could hear, like, Wanda's voice in her head, and then she was getting, like, grief. But the funny thing is, after all this is going on, after everything that's happened, Monica is still trying to defend Wanda. Yeah. You know, she's not, like, upset like this crazy, you know, person did this to me and whatever. She's like... She can. She was able to sense and feel Wanda's pain and grief. So that's what made her have some type of sympathy for Wanda. So makes a lot of sense. Like okay, makes tons of sense. Makes a lot um, of sense because I'm gonna up, later on having, in this episode. I'm gonna defend Wanda too about something. Mm, yeah. So we'll get there. So they have they have their briefing. You know they're trying to get. We got somebody with first person intel. You know, and Wanda is the victimizer. Okay. Um, so that's when they're basically saying, okay, so she's the enemy and that's where we have to have Monica, you know, and whoever else try to back her up and say, no, 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 no. There's this other stuff going on here. We need to figure that out. Um, but then, then they got hung up on one thing, which I thought was interesting. They were, they got hung up on the fact that Wanda didn't have an alias and and it's true because no one has ever said Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, did they did they say it in Age of Ultron in the very beginning when they were explaining who they were? I don't think so. Because they never said Quicksilver or Scarlet Witch. They never said Quicksilver, they recall. never said Scarlet Witch. They always called them by their names. They Pietro, Pietro, yeah. Pietro and um and Wanda. And Wanda. Um yeah. let's go so, backwards a little bit. Um sorry, but <sighs> so Monica's scans come back and they're blank. Yeah. 
Um, just putting this out there, spoiler warning for anybody that doesn't, you know, know a whole lot of uh, uh, Marvel lore. Um, in the f- last week's episode, we see the um, her mother's plaque, and her middle name is Photon. Mm-hmm. Like right, Photon right. Spectre, it's 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 a whole thing. Like that, she's basically a superhero, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing this is how she ends up right. getting her powers. I just wanted to, I just wanted to to touch on that because it was really interesting that um yeah. that 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 that's actually happening now. I was curious because I knew I knew that Monica Rambeau was sometimes she's called Spectre, sometimes she's called uh, Photon. I was wondering which way she was going to go. We still don't really know. Um, given that right. her mother's middle name was, was Photon, I'm guessing they're going the Spectre route, but that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm gonna... It was her mother's middle name, it was her mother's nickname. Nick, nickname, middle name, um, well, <laughs> funny when, it's, when it's in quotes, that is a nickname. <laughs> funny nickname? Okay, fine. Fine. Like Austin Danger Powers, his yeah, middle sure. name was not Danger. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, no, that's a real good point. I like that they 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 worked that into it, and we knew. I mean, we knew when all these things were going to come up. Like it's oh, it's going to connect at some point. We're going to understand you know mm-hmm. a little bit more about Monica Rambo. Yes. Um, and it's yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get there, and I think it's 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 funny because like I mentioned before, um, Marvel did not want this to be the first introduction to Phase Four. No, they didn't. I know that. But I'm I know. watching it. I'm watching it, and I'm saying why. Okay, I understand I mean, why. I understand why, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that later because it is a small tiff that I have right now. Mm. Forget about it. I'll get in. I'll get into a little bit of it now. This show is phenomenal from top to bottom. Every episode that we've seen, this show is phenomenal and it's telling an amazing story. However, mm. there's a lot of little plot points that they're touching on that are not going to be resolved within this series of, of within this series. It, a lot right. of it's going to be, have to wait until either Spider-Man or, you know, whatever Black Widow is going to be, or, um, oh my God, um, Multiverse of Madness. Like we have to wait mm-hmm. a, a good amount of time for a lot of these to kind of, you know, wrap up and come home. So that way they're more understandable. And there are some other things that happen in this episode that further prove that point. And so I understand why, why they did not want this to be the introduction to this phase. They, they, it would have made mm. more sense for one of those movies to come out first to kind of introduce some of these ideas. I understand right. that. I absolutely understand that. So there's that. The, the whole thing about, yeah, Wanda with no alias. And they were saying, well, well, she was this and everything. Well, yeah, but wasn't she on the Avengers? Yeah, but didn't she also take, try to take over their minds before? She became an Avenger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we're, we're seeing like, okay, you know, a character that we learned to, to be okay with. Now we're seeing there's still that dark side, or as I, as I mentioned before, there's still the Phoenix. Yes. You know? So, and I think that's where we're getting to, and that's why they were talking about the no alias thing, because there's a bit of Scarlet Witch there, you know, but we, we've always known as, as Wanda, yes. but the dark side is, is her Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So... And that's uh, that's what they're finally getting into here. And I think the next episode is going to show the whole Halloween costume situation where they're dressed in the old, you know, the OG costumes. So that'll be interesting. Mm. Um, but so as as they're discussing it, Monica's trying to back back uh, Wanda up. You know, they're like, uh, I'm sorry, but didn't you uh, describe the whole situation as excruciating 
terrifying, you know, like all these different things. So like, and she's like, yeah, but she was not malicious, you know, and that's the whole thing. It was not, it was not out of like malice. So then they start talking about how Wanda and seeing the video of Wanda breaking in and oh, stealing right. Vision's corpse. Right. Ah, uh, it, it sickens me. Really? <laughs> it makes me feel, it makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, whatever. I mean, maybe it's because it's easy for you to kind of just, like, get more of a human feeling from him. Like, if he was a human and not a synthesoid, you know, because he's the most human-looking robot we've ever seen in anything we've ever watched, ever. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. It just just freaks me out. She went in and took a dead body and is reanimating it. So First of all... He is a synthesoid, so I can separate the Correct. two. He's not human. You're right. That's my right. whole thing. That's my whole thing going into this. He's inhuman. He's in pieces, and he's in this sword lab, and they're doing God knows what. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her one bit for taking his corpse because this is something that Bruce should have done at the end of Infinity War or the beginning of mm-hmm. Endgame, was secure the Vision's body, because in the wrong hands, that thing is a weapon. <laughs> so right. I absolutely... I'm not on board with what Wanda's doing in this town, but I am on board with her taking the Vision's body. This is... That's taking something... the Vision's body, yes. Reanimating him and uh, living as husband <laughs> and wife with him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Weekend at Bernie was was, you know... <laughs> was one thing weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> but he's no Bernie Lomax. No, he is a synthesoid. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's just getting weird here. But anyway, and the whole thing that they were getting at is like, isn't that against like Vision's will and the Sokovia Accords and like all these things? It's like, yeah, he's straight up just yeah, whatever. Even though, even though Vision specifically had a will stating, you know, that you know what would be done with him, and yeah, so. It's it's a, it's a little messed up, but again, she's going through a lot of stuff. And then, hey, back to family ties and growing pains here. And like I, as you mentioned, you know, she really feels fits into the role of like you know the sitcom mom. You know, just that scene where they got the puppy in the sink, and you're like, which one of you just barked? Scoot, you know, like the whole thing was was really just corny, old eighties sitcom. Yeah, you know, um. What was it? Oh yeah, Agnes comes popping in suddenly out of nowhere with a with a doghouse. So it's just like they're accepting it, they're moving on. Hey, name the dog Sparky, and then she goes ahead and just makes a collar, right there, just like boop, manifests a collar right there in her hand. Agnes was there, not looking, but she. But at this point, you know, Wanda's just like maybe we shouldn't be hiding anymore, right? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, maybe we don't have to do this anymore. Maybe we could just be us. Again, because she knows that she can control it. Exactly. She is controlling it. And it's like, it's working at this point, so I'm tired of having to play the game. But, I mean, I guess we'll see how that goes. But still, you know, again, Vision is just like, what are you not telling me? What's going on here? Okay, well, and then it just gets... Moved on again, and, you know, laugh track, we move on, n- nothing happens. Which is the consistent thing with him, and you look at it like, he's on to her, and then something happens to, like, distract them, you know? And as they continue to go, 
suddenly is like, okay, you can't, you can't handle the a dog kids until you're 10 years old. And now they're 10 years old. Okay. Here they grow. And we move on right in front of Agnes, like right in front of Agnes. And she's just like, well, blah, blah, blah. Ha ha ha. Like, okay. <laughs> so what are they going to do here? Guess we'll just keep on moving on. They're talking about the, and you can, then we kind of get back to, you know, back into sword and you've got, you know, the, the three that we're following, you got Darcy, you got woo and, um, and Monica. Uh, woo. He's Jimmy Woo, right? So yep. Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Oh boy! And they're trying to figure stuff out, and they're talking about the hex, which is what you know. Darcy comes up, and she's very happy about it. Very. But clever. they're trying to figure out like who is everybody here now. The cool thing is, Monica said at one point, "I know an aerospace engineer who can help." Yep. Who do you think she was talking about? Reed Richards. <laughs> There's not a doubt in my mind that so? she's talking about Reed Richards. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Who do you think she's talking about? I don't know. I was thinking it could have been a few different people, but no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It could be. I mean, I just, they're they're keeping it hush-hush on how they're introducing all these other uh, uh, teams. Yeah, say. they are. They're, they're, they're so, keeping it hush-hush. Except, hush, except for you, you know. They're dropping, see, the thing is, they're they're dropping, the hints that they're dropping Marvel fans are going to pick up on and mm-hmm. with everything that's already been out there that they're going to start, you know, incorporating all these different franchises into the MCU. Mm. You hear aerospace engineer. I mean, I can't think of any other characters. I can't think of any established characters already that are in the MCU that would fit that description. So that's why I was like, Oh, is that Reed Richards? Like that, that would be interesting. That would be cool. Right. Now I'm curious to know who you thought. <laughs> well, I was just thinking anybody who's involved in aerospace. Like, okay. So I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Okay. But most people are thinking Reed Richards, and that makes sense. You know? Like, okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. So I, I just... Oh, man, I, I don't know if... They, they've introduced so many characters into the, Marvel, the Avengers movies and stuff right now. It's like, oh, can we really... Can we really take more new characters introduced at this point? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we know, we know X-Men are going to be working their way into it and everything else. And it's just, ooh, okay, let's see how this goes. But um, the, the question was like, okay, these people are all being controlled, but who's the ki- who are the kids? And Monica's just straight up like, oh, those are hers. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, we, we get that she's rewriting reality at this point. You know? And they were talking about how powerful she is and how she could have taken out Thanos. And if you watch that scene where she's got Thanos and she's ripping off his armor and everything, dude, that's intense. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm just like, oh my God, if, of all the people, she actually is powerful enough to take him down. And then, um, you know, they were like, oh, well, Captain Marvel came close too. It's like, well, she, yeah, she did. But I'd say the two of them together, Thanos would have been down. If the two of them were both strong going after him, Thanos would have been done like right off the bat. So, pretty interesting, and that's why I did enjoy, like I said, watching the uh, the the Marvel Legends thing before the show started up because it gave me a uh, it gave me a new take or a new understanding of who Wanda was because I feel like she she definitely got like kind of hidden in the background, mm-hmm. you know, no, after she was introduced, and it was really good to watch some of her her um, biggest moments in the movies, you know, thus far. 
because it was it really got me ready for this show just to be like okay she can do this she can do that oh yeah that was really cool oh that was awesome okay all right i'm interested in seeing this show now you know i was very interested just because it seemed you know like we mentioned before like a real truman show type thing and like how are they going to work you know superhero characters into a truman show thing and we're seeing it here and it's nuts so Anyway, but with her, the whole thing with her is she's rewriting the reality, and then we get into this, like, thing where she's just, like, she's super powerful. And then we find out that the fish pants are an 80%, 87% Kevlar. Okay. All right, that makes sense. So as we saw with the helicopter, you know, the drone turning into a toy helicopter, uh, the, the um, cable, that hose, whatever that guy had hooked up to him, turning into an old plastic jump rope. Yeah. You know? It's whatever's going on there, things are, are just, like, changing in order to fit. So she goes on in there wearing, um, you know, a, a, a bulletproof vest. Then, obviously, it's going to get shifted into something else that would have existed at that time. And it just became her pants. So mm. now she's got Kevlar pants. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're like, let's send something in that requires no change. And they find an old 80s drone. Which was actually pretty, you know, legit. It worked. That's that that I that's what I said. That was really clever. Like they they figured that out. Mm-hmm. Why don't we send something in that doesn't have to be, you know, repurposed or or repurposed to whatever time period, you know, Wanda's in right now? So it's an old eighties drone. I thought that was really cool. That was really clever. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like in Back to the Future, where Doc had a briefcase with all different money, all different currency from yeah. different times. Yeah. You know, like it's like, hey, we're in the fifties. Let's make sure I got money from the fifties. Because if you go in, if you go back to nineteen sixty two and you hand them a two thousand one, you know, dollar bill, they ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> it's not gonna make much sense. No, it's not. You know, so it um, was. It was like things like that. You know, it's pretty interesting how they 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 pay attention to the detail there. Let's do it this way, okay? And then we'll we'll move on. Something else that uh, I want to say. Some, yeah, something else that I wanted to say before we move forward, um, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier about this show's doing a really good job of building up, you know, future movies and what's going to be coming out. But my and my problem with that is there's a lot of little subtleties going on, and there's not really a whole lot of context. Um, particularly right now with Monica, her, you know, mentioning I know an aerospace engineer who might be up for that task, like. I don't think we're going to really find out a lot about that until later, like in a movie or something like that. That's like, that's a plot point that I think sets up, you know, something in the future and something else that she says in this episode, well, not says, but just the way she acts, like her whole demeanor towards Captain Marvel is really weird. She, it's it's like, um, Captain Mm. Marvel had a really good, you know, shot. We're not talking about Captain Marvel right now. (laughs) And she just kind of like turns her nose up to the whole idea. And like, it's Mm -hmm. right back to work. Like what happened? (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. Like what, what, like you and Captain Marvel were, you know, completely cool in the movie when you were a kid and you're very, but then Captain Marvel decided to, you know, fly off the planet and she, she pieced out and there's, there's some, there's some animosity there. And it's just, yeah. it's something that's, it's, it's a plot point that's going to be, I believe is going to be touched on in Captain Marvel 2. Like, it's not, right. we're not going to really explore that here. So, I mean, right. if it, that's, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what they're doing with that. I mean, Captain Marvel, it's funny because her character, I feel like, 
you know, I, I enjoyed it, then I didn't enjoy it, and I was just, I was just confused at one point. <laughs> and it was a real, there was one line that I thought was great in Endgame because, you know, I had the question too. It's like, uh, where have you been? You know, why weren't you here? Because you could do all these things. And they're like, hey, there's a lot of other things going on around the, the, the galaxy here, and they don't have you. Yeah. They don't have you guys. And it was so cool because she could have easily just been like a jerk about it. But she's like, no, she still like commended them for their work. It's like, listen, no. I'm going to go do all this stuff. But you guys clearly have this under control down here. And, you know, they need you. So I like that. But anyway, now we're <clears throat> veering off. Um, so now that the show had, you know, we, we interrupt this program and then moved on to this. Um, it has a very more, much more balanced, here's what's going on in the fake reality, and here's what's going on with S.W.O.R.D. Yes. You know? It seems like they're shifting back and forth, and it's like 50-50. So it's good because, again, all the S.W.O.R.D. stuff we're seeing, it's people doing what we're doing, trying to figure out what's going on. You know? So we have, like, now we have, like, other people helping us out, <laughs> figure out what's going on at the same time. Right. And the balance is working well. I so, really like it. I, I I really like it for a lot of different reasons. I, I like it because I, I like seeing, you know, what's going on outside. I also like it because as much as I loved, you know, the first three episodes and the way that it was all mm. sitcom and all nostalgia, I don't right. think the show would have been able to survive on those legs for very long before, no. you know, pe- no. I would I would have gotten bored. Like if we just moved from one decade to another and this was just like a riff on sitcoms all the way through. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't have been on board with that all the way through. I eventually you, you got to get to a point where we need some we need some meat on these bones on the outside right. world in order to keep interest up. And I I love totally it. Totally agree. I love mm-hmm. it, man. It's great. Yeah. So we get back and we've got Vision working at his, you know, his job. And he's setting up his old Commodore 64 and like getting everybody all hooked up to like, oh, great. It's like you speak to computers, you know. And obviously, again, like, ha ha ha. I don't have a skeleton, sir. Like every every time he's talking to that guy, Ron, it's hilarious to me. Um, But they're going to go surf the Internet. And I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, man, the Internet in the 80s. Even even the early '90s. I remember that movie, The Net. Try to watch that now. It was just like so outdated. It's hilarious now how how we're connected. Like everything is connected to the internet now. Everything. That, that, but that, before the it was net, like, that, what am I thinking hmm? of? What, what what movie am I thinking? I'm thinking of hackers. Sandra Bullock. Oh no, I'm thinking that the net was Sandra Bullock. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a little a little less a little less like hackers, but yeah. Uh, I know what Hackers you mean. was one with uh, Angelina Jolie. Yes. And, yeah, no, not that one. Yes. Anyway, so talking about surfing the net, um, and Ron, Ron finds an email and starts reading it out, and then everybody in there, all very much, you know, like uh, the greater good and, um, and uh, Hot Fuzz, they're all reading it in unison. And as soon as they read, like, this communication, you know, from S.W.O.R.D., they all just start laughing at it. I had no idea what like to it, make like, of that. It was, well, it makes sense because to them it's like, this is ridiculous, ha, ha, ha. Okay. And again, it, it's, to, it's to throw off Vision and just distract him from, from realizing what that is. Like, they were just trying to distract him from what that was. Hmm. Because they're under her control, which we get. Okay. That's when he, like, shuts it off and he looks over at Norm there 
I say Ron, I meant Norm, whatever. Yeah, Norm. Looks over at Norm and touches his head and basically knocks the whammy off of him. And he's just like, please help me. Stop her. None of it's my own. Make her stop. Make her stop. Where's my phone? I got to call my girlfriend. You know, like, oh, my God. And then he goes ahead and puts the whammy back on. He goes, so what do you think? Ha ha ha. And like right back to it. I'm like, oh, man, this is just so trippy. Yeah. Um, and then you, and you, feel, you feel so bad for these people. And, but you still wonder, like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Why are they there? Why were they chosen? I you know. Like, it's just. Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. Right. Nope. But I That's will say this. I will say this. I still, I don't think this is all Wanda. Well, no. Like I, like, like I said, which we'll get into, yeah. is just the, um, she clearly and, and stated, I didn't do this. I didn't start this. I, don't, I believed you know, her. So we know. Yeah, and I, I believe okay. her too. Okay. And we and we get more into it. So like as we're seeing all that stuff, it's like, okay, like what is what has happened and what, you know when does she realize she can manipulate? Well, yeah, we do we do get this at the end here. So anyway, um they're trying to show that the kids are teaching the dog tricks. You know, they've had the dog for a couple hours at this point, but hey, whatever, we're moving on like a sitcom. Yes. And they have this whole thing where they're arguing whether it's Saturday or Monday. She goes, oh, it's Saturday. Uh, no. No, no, it's Monday. He's at work. No, it's Saturday. So she's, she's slipping here yep. where, where things aren't lining up. And then she's like, oh, well, he just needed a distraction. A distraction from what? A distraction from us? And then, you know, they, the, there's the whole sad thing there. And, Very and these corny. kids were pulling on heartstrings. Very corny These, kid, these kids were pulling on heartstrings, though. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they start asking, do you have a brother? Oh, here we go. We gotta bring it back into it. So, and then go ahead. Well, you know, she just kind of she kind of goes back into the, her 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 dwelling on on the past and losing her brother. You know, yes, but he's very far away, and it makes me sad sometimes. And yeah, I mean, did you want to touch upon that? She, I find it funny that she says he's very far away. She doesn't say he's gone. She doesn't, right. you know, say he's dead. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. She just says, he's very far away, and I'm sad about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was, I was, I was wondering why she, why she did that. It didn't make much sense to me. Like, I get, I get she that she's, I get that she's talking to her kids, and she wants to be careful with her words, but there are ways to explain to children, hey, this person has moved on. This, this person mm-hmm. is no longer with us. This person is gone. There are subtle ways to do that. And it's not, you know, it isn't a time sensitive thing. Like there were sitcoms back in the 80s that were, you know, getting a little bit more real and dealing with, you know, real issues and struggles, family ties, mm-hmm. um, uh, facts of life and a plethora of other shows during the time period that were dealing with home and dealing with grief mm-hmm. and death and all that and the, how you explain things like that to your kids. So it's very weird that she didn't come out and, and do one of those. I thought that's the direction that it was going to go, but it didn't. Right. He's very far away right. and it makes me very sad. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, think about it. She's trying to, this is where she's slipping again. She's trying to live the sitcom life, but not not remembering that sitcoms can get hard and heavy sometimes, you know. Yeah. And that's and I think that's where it's catching up to her, and that's where it's it's, it's making her kind of drop the walls because she's she has to you know regrip. 
No, I get it. And I, I, I absolutely get it. But, you know, okay, 50s, 60s, and even the 70s, sitcoms were not doing that. Sitcoms were not, you know, mm. hitting heavy. They weren't. They were. It was all. <coughs> no. It was all laughs. It was all, you know, Timmy fell down a well. It was all, well, the school needs new books or, you know, things like that. Like ridiculous things just to help you forget your day to day. That's what sitcoms were back during those time eras. When you get to the Wait, 80s. You don't think falling the, down a well is a serious thing? Timmy fell down a well. <laughs> Timmy fell down yeah, a well. That wasn't a comedy. That was not a comedy. That was just that. You know what I mean. <laughs> it wasn't heavy. <laughs> it wasn't heavy. We're okay. The, the fireman's gonna go get Timmy out. Lassie has to go bark at somebody, get help, and we're gonna get Timmy out of this well. Like that, that's. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. When you get to the '80s, things are a little <laughs> bit more real. That's that's mm-hmm. all I meant. So it was very yeah, weird yeah. that okay. that she didn't she didn't get real with this here. It it just makes me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm paying a little bit too much attention to the ending of this thing, so I'm just like going back and saying, "Ooh, this part right here." But who knows? They kind of get into that conversation. That's when the that's when the drone shows up. So after she's talking to the kids and everything, the drone shows up. The old '80s drone. Yeah. Um, and so Monica's trying to speak through to her, and of course the director there is yelling, "Take the shot! Take the shot! What shot?" So now they put a camera on it. I mean, put a put a you know they weaponize the thing. Yeah. Either they weaponize that, or they had something else out there taking a shot. But either way, they just shot at Wanda, and she's pretty powerful. You don't want to shoot at her. No. <laughs> so she comes out to basically confront and and threaten Sword. And this scene was was awesome. You this know, scene because was great. we see here, I I one thing right off the bat is you know we see her. She's in her regular garb. You know, just like switches right back and her accent is back. Yep. I mean, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was in the, in, in Age of Ultron. Because no, it obviously wasn't that over thick. time, she's, 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 she, it, you know, it slipped a bit, but she was right back to Wanda that we saw in the first few movies after, after that it, one. It was on par with her accent in Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, no, Endgame, she, it was pretty much gone in Endgame. But it was it was it was subtly thicker than it was in Endgame, which is why I can I can allow it. Okay. But all right. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. My my big thing is continuity. You know, I I think it's it's funny that Hemsworth didn't want to have to wear you know a wig anymore. So when they did Ragnarok, they gave him that you know gave him a haircut and <laughs> actually Stan Lee gave him a haircut, um, which worked out. Um, and then you've got Scarlett Johansson who had like dark red hair all the time and her hair just got progressively lighter and lighter until it was like completely blonde. Mm. Like, okay, that's interesting. You know, and it's just like, and then you got this thing with the accent. Oh, well, let's slowly get rid of the accent. But it felt like when they went from Infinity War, no, no, when they did Infinity War, oh yeah, you're right. No, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. In Infinity War, that's the one where they, um, yeah, they're going after Vision, all that stuff, and Vision's lost. Okay, um, whatever. It it seems like it's like it's like one giant movie to me. It's hard for me to separate them two. I think I'm but. gonna take a little bit of that back because Endgame, she had like what one speaking line mm. or two speaking mm-hmm. lines. She she really didn't yeah. have a lot. She had a lot more dialogue in Endga- in um Infinity War. So between mm-hmm. Infinity War and this, it's not it. Her accent here, in my opinion, is not as thick as it was in Infinity War. That's just me. Oh, okay. That's just me. Yeah. Okay. 
cool. Yeah, I remember being confused when I saw her talking to Vision in Infinity War, and you're realizing, oh, they, they kind of have like a, a real relationship thing going on here. Interesting. And she's like, what do you think, Viz? And I'm like, where's her accent? <laughs> <laughs> and I understand she said some, she did you know, a couple of small lines, but like, I didn't hear an accent at all. But hey, whatever. It is what it is. Well, anyway, she's out there, and she's full-on Scarlet Witch on them, right? And she's like, stay out of my home. Um, and then, she, what was it? Like, we know, what do you want? She's like, I have what I want, and no one will ever take it away from me. Again. Yeah. It's, okay. What? I, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like there's a little bit more to the story than we know right now. Like maybe at some point we get like a flashback episode to show us what exactly happened. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So after the oh, events yeah, of, of like, I want to Like, I want to know what happened in between Endgame and when she goes and she steals the vision's body, like something right. had to happen within that time frame to set her off. Right. And I, 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 I want to know what it is. Cause I agree. Cause and, and we will know just the way this, the way that she delivered the line. I have everything I want and no one will take it away from me again. Right. There's more there. So, Oh yeah, that's totally, it. totally. So after she basically threatens them, I love where she just went ahead and did the mind control thing on all the soldiers. And, and, I mean, a scene like that where you got somebody having their laser sights out, and it's it's very intimidating when you see laser sights. Yes. More intimidating when when they have sights than if it's just guns. You know, it's like the guns with the sights. It's like, oh, oh, okay, that means they're 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 good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not really. If it, laser sights actually means that they they need a laser sight, so it's more challenging. Anyway, whatever. But it all they all turn and aim at the director, right in the middle. Yep. And I'm I'm thinking I'm just like. How long are they going to be under control for? Because, like, is it going to, like, is the whammy going to wear off when she goes back through the force field? Like, <laughs> I, did he get shot? Like, I love, like, I what, love that you're calling it the on? whammy. <laughs> well, I mean, what else am I going to call it? I just, it's just funny. <laughs> so, uh, here's the commercial. Want? Yeah, here's the commercial. Here's, here's the commercial. And it, and it was funny, so... Did you did you take any notes on on how it was written? Yes, because I kept okay. So I mean, it's basically it's a paper towel towel commercial for a paper towel company called Lagos. Yep. I mean, what do we know about Lagos? Well, not much except there was that whole situation where you know she killed a bunch of people. She killed a bunch of people, and it's what it's what you know sparked the Sokovia Accords. Exactly. The final line. In that commercial, Lagos, when you make a mesh, you, when you make a mesh, you didn't mean to. Right, right, right. So it's, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. wondering, these commercials, all of these commercials have had something to do with reminding Wanda about where she came from and, and perhaps maybe even what she did. Right. And this is just another one to add to the layer. I don't think there's anything to take away from it, really. It's just very interesting that Lagos, mm-hmm. when you make a mess you didn't mean to. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm no, wondering was, if the commercial is just, I'm wondering if the commercial is just guilt. 
Oh, of course. Like she still feels guilty about what happened. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. So at first I'm like, Lagos, Lagos. I'm like, I know Lagos is a thing, but what does that mean in Marvel? I'm like, wait, was that where they were when that whole thing happened? It just set everything off. Yes. So when I looked it up. I was like, okay, good. I'm confirmed. That yeah. makes sense. And it's definitely, it, it was, it was cool. That it was a paper towel commercial, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of, it was, it was a great metaphor for the whole situation. Um, there's anyway. something I was going to wait oh, to bring ahead. this up, but there's something else going on with the commercials. Hmm. Each one of these commercials in some way, and I read this, I read this theory on Reddit, and I, I mm. wish I wrote down the person's name. I would love to shout them out. But um, I read this theory on Reddit, and it kind of fits. It kind of makes sense that every commercial kind of has something to do with each one of the stones. Okay. The toaster being Vision's face in the Mind Stone. The, okay. the, um, the watch being the Time Stone. This oh, being okay. the ether and, you know, this uncontrollable liquid going everywhere. Okay. The, um, huh. the, the bar of soap being the Tesseract. Like, in the exact same shape. Like, mm. it's loose. Okay. It's, it's kind of loose, but at, at the same time, it's like, ooh, that's actually kind of interesting. It, it, it's definitely loose, but they don't, they haven't been doing a lot of things that don't have... Some type type of symbolism behind them. Everything so has. I would everything means something. Them. Everything yeah. means something. So that's why mm-hmm. I was like, it's loose, but it kind of fits. And the only reason why I'm saying it fits is because, like we just said, everything has meaning. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just one little more you know nugget to add on top of this. It's one more layer, and I think it, it's super interesting. And I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past. I would not put it past this team to like, you know, throw little subtleties in there like that. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. All right. So we're back. We're back into, you know, walking on air here. Um, <laughs> so the kids are looking for, that's all I think is like, believe it or not, I'm walking on air just cause it's an eighties song. Um, did you catch, uh, so they're missing Sparky. Uh, really, really off topic. Really off topic. I know you watch the Super Bowl. Did you catch the Jason oh, Alexander yes. commercial? <laughs> I laughed so hard, and that was that's that was making me think of that song. I that song was playing during it. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't stop laughing because that was the where could he be? <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I my dad wasn't in the room, and we were, my I hung out with my dad over the weekend, and we we watched the Super Bowl. Uh, we spent. The first hour, or well, we spent up until maybe the end of the third quarter watching it on my phone because where we where we were staying, it the satellite went out because of the storm, which was a lot stronger <laughs> the more south you went. But it was um, yeah. When I when I got to see that commercial, I was laughing my butt off. I mean, Jason Alexander's he's, he's like, give me back my face. <laughs> it was awesome. Anyway, um. Was that all you wanted to say about it? Just yeah, like, that's, did that's you it. see it? Yeah, okay. It was just, it was yeah, just funny. No, it, it, it was, was hilarious. <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> I mean, you just, you, I, you just started I, singing. I really hope they sell that shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Miss, what, what was that commercial even for? Tide. I think it was a Tide commercial. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, they they have to do better with actually like. Uh, helping people understand what the commercials are for because some of my favorite commercials that I remember from years beyond, I have no idea what they were even for. Neither do I. I remember, I remember the commercials and it's great that they're doing that. Like remember that commercial from, uh, who was it? Uh, 
you know, name something ridiculous and it's, it's not like a, a coffee company when in reality it was, you know, a car wash. Yeah. You know, we should really, they should be a little bit smarter with how they're doing the advertisements. Not mm. just trying to grab attention and be funny. Make make it somewhat relevant. The only reason why I thought Tide was because it was about a dirty sweatshirt. So, there we go. Anyway. Agnes found dead Sparky in the bushes. Okay. Mm. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, death by leaves. <laughs> death by, th- this dog ate a bunch of leaves and died. This doesn't not make any sense. This, <laughs> this makes absolutely no sense. I have been around a mini dog that has eaten the worst of things that you would think, wow, that, that dog's going to have a rough time, and the dog is absolutely fine. I have cats that eat everything. I have one cat that, for whatever reason, does not eat meat, but will eat, mm. like, onion peel, like the outer crust of an yeah. onion. Like, they, sometimes they fall on the floor. He'll eat them right up. Nothing. Isn't that so really I do bad not... for cats? Huh? Isn't onion, like, really bad for cats' hearts? I don't know. Oh, I was told it was. That's why I always freak out if I drop a piece of onion when I'm cooking. No, like, and they're not, no, he's not eating the onion. He's just eating the the, the crunchy outer layer of the onion when you peel it. Like, that's that's all he wants. So I'm like, okay, I don't believe that this dog died because it ate some some leaves. I don't believe this at all. Something else is going on here. So that was my only thing coming Something else is going on, and Agnes... The way she comes out. And it's also weird that Agnes uh, is the one who finds this dog. I'm going to go on a limb here and say she killed it. So am I. That's what I think, too. I think Agnes killed this dog. Yeah. I don't know why Agnes would kill the dog. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, think she's, I think she's trying to figure out what's going on. And knowing that she's got powers, knowing that things can change. And then there's that whole thing here. So basically, the kids... You know, when they find the dead dog, you know, Wanda just like, don't do this. Don't age yourself up right now to avoid the pain. Mm -hmm. You know, like, don't just move on. And they're like, you can do anything, mom. You can fix things. Why don't you, can you you fix dead? And then you got Agnes who responds back with, you can do that? Yeah. Okay. And I'm wondering if that was, if that was genuine or what she was trying to get at. You know, with um, with Sparky. I wonder if now we're moving into a phase where Agnes is all going to be, you know, kind of all about Wanda mm-hmm. <sighs> resurrecting something, right. resurrecting some right. kind of life. Because, because Ralph? you know, in the first couple of Ralph, that's what I was thinking to was <laughs> Ralph dead. But, you know, um, no, in the first couple of episodes, Agnes is all about Wanda having kids. Like, that's the big right. thing. Agnes wants Wanda to have kids. And now I, I'm wondering, are we moving into this thing where now does Agnes want Wanda to resurrect the dead? Is Ralph mm. dead? I st- we still don't know who Ralph is. We still don't know what Ralph is. And I'm going crazy mm-hmm. because I want to know what Ralph is. But yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a thing. And I'm, I'm right on board with you, man. I think Agnes killed this dog. Just to, just, yeah. if nothing more than just to find out what exactly Wanda would do. How is Wanda going right. to handle this situation? Is she going to resurrect the exactly. dog? Is, is, is anything else going to happen? Just, just out of curiosity. I mean, I hate her because she killed well, the dog. But at the same time, like, I can completely understand her curiosity at this point. Like, right. what else but can I'm she do? But I'm a little do? confused. I'm a little confused because I'm, I'm almost very surprised that she would consider doing something 
that might upset Wanda. You know, we have we've never seen Agnes afraid of Wanda. Per no, se. we haven't. But other people, other people seen, have been. Other people have been terrified. We've seen other others be a little afraid of her. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen obviously we've seen Monica, um, and then whatever her name was, the blonde there. She was being rude, but she was also scared of her. Yes. So. Yeah, and but we haven't gotten that from Agnes, who has seen more than anybody else at this point. Yeah. So you, you get this whole thing, you know, where, where basically Wanda's just saying, you can't reverse death no matter how sad it makes us. You know, there's certain things that you can't change. It makes me... And that's always been, that's always been any type of, like, time travel or whatever. It's like there's certain things that you cannot go back and change just because fate is fate. There are always rules, right? And she even says right. that there are rules in this world. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to after this line and after the way this episode ends, I know it makes you super uncomfortable, but I'm not even a hundred percent sure she, you know, brought vision back. Mm. I don't, I don't, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you when it comes to her manipulating things because she has, she all of a sudden she's in this predicament where, oh my God, I have everything I want. And her, you know, going along with that story just because it's making her happy. And maybe if she has to influence certain things here or there to continue this, yeah, fine. She's, I think she's all about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, she says, I did not start this. I don't know how it all happened. You can't reverse right. the dead. Mm-hmm. The initial event of whatever created this, I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure it was Wanda. I'm just not. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't okay. her. Okay. That's why and that's what she does say. So I mean we get back to that whole point where, you know, they're at the house and they're talking and, you know, <clears throat> she's talking to Vision and he just kind of breaks in and just says, like, uh, why are you doing this? What are you doing? I mean, yeah. Norm is in pain and you can't control me the way that you do them, you know? And it's you know, then there's the truth there. Like she's been animating him, but she can't control his mind because, you know, he's not, he doesn't have a human mind. Right. So, but I mean, he's obviously affected by things. And, I, and as she's do, he's like, she's just trying to blow it off and I'll just do what I always do, which is cause a distraction. You know, she and tr- because it's this time, she tries she, to end she the episode. She cues the credits. Yeah. Yeah. She, she yeah. cues the credits and he's just like, I'm not, no. You can't do that, and I'm going to cause a scene. And it's like, oh, well, you can't have a happy ending if you got somebody yelling at somebody, chasing them into the other room. That's right. not how shows end. So it, okay. just, it basically breaks that. Even even before that, there's another weird thing. So we go back to the office, right? And they, everybody mm. in unison is reading this email from S.W.O.R.D., okay? Right. And it's very weird, and then you get the laugh track. Like, everybody in the office laughs. And you even get like mm-hmm. a little bit of a laugh track, I think. And here, right, you can't control me the way you control everybody else, can't I? And then you get the awe and applause when you were about right, to roll the right. credits. And it's like, what? Like that is not the place where, where the this yeah. is not the awe moment. This is not the applaud moment. This is a ooh, <laughs> like things right. are breaking. But that you can't, <laughs> but you can't, you can't end an episode on a ooh. Yeah, exactly. You know? Unless it's, you know, to be continued. Well, that's usually just like, you know, the saxophone. <laughs> you know, on a minor. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're <laughs> but, right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, so I, I just thought that was, 
it was really, really cool how she was just throwing it in there. Then he starts asking about, like, what's the Maximoff anomaly? Oof. Okay. All right. There's that. Um, But explaining, like, all this, like, she just keeps coming back with, like, I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for us. A real sense of, uh, you know, uh, Heisenberg here, you know? Just like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're doing all these things, you know? For, for, I guess, you know, for noble-ish reasons, you know, not malicious reasons, but you're not realizing what's happening around you and who and how the people you're affecting. But he gets livid and and just, like, gets up in the air, like, attack mode. And then so does she. Not the smartest move. No, not in the middle of all this. But but the thing is... Not in general. I mean, you go back to, um, oh my god, Civil War. Where she mm-hmm. owned him, like, <laughs> like it was oh. nothing. Remember Didn't she like th- she, put she him in the him floor phase. or something? She made him phase through the floor, like she wanted to go. And her and Hawkeye, Hawkeye made their escape, and she forced him to phase into the floor to oh. give them a moment to get away. Like she, I forgot owned that him. was so cool. Yeah, she owned him yeah. there, and I'm thinking like, okay, I know he doesn't have his memory. I get it, and it's forgivable. But at the same time, I'm thinking, all right, you're you're getting livid. We're in attack mode now. The chances for Vision coming out on top of this thing is not the greatest in the world. Yeah, but he, but he, but you could see the way it was going though. He wasn't going attack mode like I'm going to attack you. He was just showing how upset he was at this point. And even and he's like, I don't know who I am. I'm scared. Right. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is no longer, like, this is where this is where the show, the whole show broke for me. Okay. Like, it's like, we're, we're done. Like he's, he is saying, I don't know who I am. You're doing this to me. And I am scared. Huh. And I was like, oh, and she's just like, you're my husband. You know, Tommy and Billy's father. Isn't that enough? Oh boy. You know, you know, he's lost. Yeah. He's confused. He doesn't know what's going on. And, and you see here, she's like, I just want things to be okay. And you're, it's a. All this stuff is a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. Like, that's basically what she's basically saying. Don't, don't worry about it. I got it. Um, it's, it's funny. It's, it's almost kind of like uh, in one of, the, uh, one of the first episodes of The Chosen that, um, that Chuck and I have been talking about. is a whole thing where Simon Peter, he, um, he, he's doing something, you know, in order to, like, fix the whole situation. It's a very shady something. Mm-hmm. but he's telling his wife, don't worry about it. Don't you have food on the table? Everything's okay. Don't worry about these yeah. things. Like I, you get a roof over your head. Your mom is here. Your mom is okay. You, you know, my, my brother's here and everything is done. Don't worry about how I'm doing it. Just like deal with it. Like just accept it, please. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the whole, what she's at. She's at the point now where she's like, isn't that enough? Can't we just like enjoy this, you know, bliss, you know, this ignorance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I- exactly. Ignorance is bliss. Right. That's, it makes, that's it makes, where she's at. It also makes sense, too, if you go and you look at the commercials. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder what exactly Wanda herself remembers. Right. Like, if you have these commercials that are kind of, you know, in very, very subtle, minute ways, reminding her of, of real life, what does she herself remember? I know we get that whole scene. Well, she, where she did goes, say that. I know we get that she whole scene. She did say that. She does say what? She did say that, you know, she didn't remember, but she began to. Okay. You know, like, it, it, she said this whole thing when it happened, it happened. Um, and, I'm, and I'm thinking we might have 
caught on to it fairly early when we started watching it because mm-hmm. in the first episode they both they both seem genuinely confused. Yes. You know, yeah. so I'm thinking we didn't jump too far into this whole thing and you know this whole existence of it. You know, it was it was pretty early on when we started watching it. Maybe it goes back to your well your thing but we had the conversation about her having somewhat of a split personality because it seems mm. like she has character breaks at the correct times. Right. She, right. I mean, you go back to the first episode where um his boss there was choking and she had, she yeah. looked very, very confused about the whole situation. Then all of a sudden she snapped out of it and told Vision to save him. Right. So maybe there's something like that going on where she only <laughs> remembers when she has to, like when, when the circumstances are dire enough for her to like come out of the shell, then she'll do oh. it. Oh, you know what? Just thinking about how she's controlling their minds really made that choking scene, the stop it, stop it, stop it scene, make so much more sense. Yeah. Where she's, like, laughing through it because she's, like, being manipulated to, but in reality she is crying because her husband is dying. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's just, like, that just hit me hard. Yeah. It's... I yeah. mean, we all kind of got it to that point, but just to see how we know that she's manipulating them that way, mm-hmm. it just, it's really adding to it. It almost makes me think of that movie Awake, you know, well, I mean, to a point. Did you ever see that? The one with Hayden Christensen, where no. he's, he goes under the knife, but he feels everything, but he can't tell Ooh. anybody because he's paralyzed. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot more to the movie, but that was the big thing is like, he felt the pain and he's like screaming on the inside, but he can't even move. He can't blink. He can't even like twitch a finger. They did that on an episode of Nip Talk. I know they did. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but this movie this movie went further with it. Okay. It was it was interesting. That's that's interesting. All right. Oh. Man, you brought up Nip Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> you know anybody who's interested in buying the entire series? We probably have it somewhere buried away. <laughs> we'll gladly sell it. Anyway, um, so she did say, you know, again, right around this time when she's arguing with him, she goes, she doesn't even know how this all started in the first place. I abs- I 100% and, believe her. I, I believe yeah. everything that comes out of her mouth from this point on. Oh, yeah. And then the doorbell's ringing. She's like, no, I clearly didn't do that. You know, it's a perfectly perfect opportune time for her to normally do that as a distraction. But then, you know, they're like. It cuts around who's at the door, who's at the door, who's at the door, hey, who's at the door, like okay. everything. And then, and then here's, <laughs> here's uh, our buddy boy there. Yeah, his Evan Peters. Bottle. Yeah. Here is Evan Peters yep. playing her brother Pietro. So, yeah. Evan Peters is playing Pietro, who is also known as Quicksilver, but he is also Quicksilver mm-hmm. in the Fox universe. Right. Yep. What, 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 hmm. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> what level of reality are we breaking? Like, where is this, where is this going? Because I don't know if this is, I don't know what kind of reality break this is. Well, I mean, we have of heard course we're from, not going to know. No, we're not going to know. I know we're not going to know. Not I'm just now. wondering, like, <laughs> where, where exactly is this going? Like, is this... Is this an imposter? Is this a recast of Pietro? Is this just Evan Peters taking on this role for, for laughs? Is, is this actually Quicksilver from 
the Fox universe? There's so many questions about this that I'm 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 wondering about, and I don't. I have I have nothing. <laughs> um, right. It's very it's very very odd. It's very very odd. The casting choice for this. It's absolutely done on purpose. Like, there's no oh, way. Well, yeah. This wasn't done without intention. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm just. Bleh. Yeah. I got nothing. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're not, again, we're not going to know until, until Friday. <laughs> no, we're not going to know. Uh, Even... where, they're, where they're kind of going with it and how they're going to explain it. But if you notice, she was very confused when he was at the door. Yeah. She was confused. So I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to think, what does she know about what's going on here? And we know that she's going to be a big part of the multiverse of madness. Exactly. That's that where I was out. going to. And that's that's where this is there's all of this. Now, was it your theory? The whole like whatever this anomaly was, this this thing that happened, uh, that caused all this could cause, you know, the the surge or whatever and create mutants. Was yeah, that your theory? I would, I, yeah, because it's like when you hear that it's cosmic radiation. Right, 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 right. When you hear the words cosmic radiation, I mean, the first two places that you go is you go Fantastic Four and you go X-Men because radiation, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, ooh, that would be a really clever way to kind of introduce the idea of mutants or at least enhance the mutant gene a little bit if if everything goes awry and, you know, S.W.O.R.D. has absolutely no option. But let we just have to blow this thing up to get this thing over with, Mm -hmm. like... I don't put anything yeah. past government like that. Like, I absolutely believe that S.W.O.R.D. would be dumb enough to, we just have to explode this thing and get it over with and, and, and save these people, like, as a last resort. So, like, radiation right. goes all over the place, you know, Fantastic Four, X-Men, whatever you want to do, and that's how they introduce. and I said I would be fine with it. But now, <laughs> with Evan Peters but showing up <laughs> and... Spider-Man 3 and how absolutely insane that thing is, is looking and how, you know, yeah. reality is going to be split. And it, even in Far From Home, how you got the introduction of Earth 616 and Multiverse of oh, Madness, yeah. Multiverse, like, what I what are we looking at here? I mean, yeah. is this a different universe version of, <laughs> of Pietro? Like, I don't know. It's it's definitely it's mind boggling. It's so mind boggling yep. the way that this happened. Yeah, and just to leave well, everything actually, off I, with a joke. Who's it, the who's the popsicle? Like to leave everything off on that joke, and then that's right. it. <laughs> See you next week. Like, ugh. right? Yeah, it's 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 funny, and I like I like that they did it the way they did it. Oh, now, so the funny do thing I. about Spider Man Three, Spider Man Three is. Like so many people are going to be in it, but I know this. I know for a fact there's one person who will not be in it. Uncle Ben. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. But. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing I'm sure of. I'm 99% sure of. But anything else is totally fair game at this point. Like everything hey, is fair see. game. Everything. That's, that's the yeah. problem that I'm having right now. Is Everything is fair game. Any theory mm-hmm. or speculation that you and I can come up with right now is fair game because mm-hmm. of the direction that, that the MCU is going in. It's crazy. Right. So, I agree. And it's, and it's funny because I, I, now your big thing was you didn't like resurrections because something had to cost something and all that stuff and right. whatever. We can keep going back and forth with that. But like so many 
so many rules or walls or whatever are being broken in this series, this show. And you're like, oh, man. Okay. Because, I mean, we even got it before um, with, with Loki. Loki died. Like, Thanos killed Loki at the beginning of Infinity War. Yes. And he even said straight up, no resurrections this time. We're like, okay, Loki's finally dead. But they found a way to give him his own show with a younger version of him, even though he looks older, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so nowadays, it's like, yeah, anything is fair game. Tony Stark is dead, but who's to say that they're not going to do something that takes place before it? You're right. And then something happens where, just like Loki, he gets sent somewhere else. Like, I don't think that it's the last we've seen our DJ in the Marvel Universe. Oh, neither do we will I. See him, we will see him in. He will be as, back. I mean, he it, will absolutely if, be back. If, if just a cameo in certain spots now and again, whatever. You know, but he will be there. He will actually be the in, the actor as Tony Stark. Yeah, I somewhere. Believe, yeah, absolutely. And something else that we watch. Absolutely. Just like we're just like just like Chris Evans. You know, yeah. even though they killed off the character, they won't be involved in as much as they were before. You know, obviously, like leading the whole sh- the whole show. Well, there's but actually, they're still going to be around. There's actually a lot that you can do with Chris Evans because of the way Endgame ended. Like, you could do a whole exactly. series of him traveling through time, trying to put all these stones back. Like, that's that's a right. that's a that's a television series in itself. Like, you can do a whole lot there. So, and as far as as far as Robert Downey Jr., no, he we have not seen the last of him. I absolutely, I 100% agree with you. I don't know exactly how he's going to come back. I don't want to know, but. You're right. You're absolutely right there. We haven't seen the last of him. I mean, well, and, so and as far he, as he, as far as yeah. death costing something like you look at Gamora that yeah, there was a price paid That's, there because her memory right. is gone and um, Quill, you know, lost his 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 chance to actually be with her, you know, romantically. So that's kind of out the window right now, or at least that's you know well, out the window for the time being. Yes. The way that we left things off, like there has mm-hmm. that, like there's a reset button there. That's that's what I mean when I say it, if you're gonna resurrect a character, have it cost something. Even right. here, I don't know yeah. with the vision, with their vision being resurrected. And whatever the ultimate ending is of this, I'm sure there's going to be a price to pay. There, there, there has oh, yeah. to be the way that this thing ends. There has to be some kind of price. Mm-hmm. And I will reiterate that I don't believe that Wanda is doing all, all of this by herself. I, a part of me even thinks that her herself is being manipulated by some other force, whether the other mm. force is, is Scarlet Witch and Scarlet Witch is dormant, kind of like the Phoenix, like you've alluded to a couple of times. I, right. That would be right. really interesting. Um, but right. yeah, this is this, this episode. Or, was, or they, or they might have somehow have the whole Mephisto thing connected into it, you know, with I, the twins there. And yeah, whatnot. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. You're right about that too. But I mean, this well, is. Well, you mentioned you mentioned the um you mentioned the what could happen with Captain America because of all that time and how they can tie it in. If anybody hasn't seen it yet, um, look up Captain America's life after Endgame. It's a YouTube <laughs> video. It's about five minutes long, or almost six minutes long, and it's it's really like it's it's goofy. You know, the guy doesn't look like Chris Evans, but the the story is played out really really interesting. Like what it would be like him trying to keep his mouth shut knowing what the future brings you know yeah. living through it and and not making any changes to, <laughs> to to you know to to divert 
isn't um, isn't it isn't it just a thing where where every time you know some event is going to be coming up he just shoves food in his mouth Yes. Yeah. He's like, okay, oh, this, this, this is a great salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody gets a chance, Captain America's Life After Endgame, check it out. It's uh, You can find it on YouTube. But um, it, I, I laugh at it every time I think about it. It's like all I think of is like, oh, man, they could bring him back. It's like, yeah, but it would probably look like this <laughs> just because, you know, oh, how do you how do you live your life knowing what's coming, you know, without saying anything to anybody? You're right. You know, it's it's almost like when you when you think about um, and I know not a very popular movie, Terminator Salvation, where it's like you know that you're supposed to be like this general savior of mankind fighting against Skynet, you know, but but you're just you're just you know like a, a private in it and in, in the war yeah, because you're, you're you know, a guy. Some people believe, some people believe, and other people don't. It's like, and why why would they believe? You didn't do it yet. So, but he knows all the things that can, that are going to happen because he was told what was going to happen before it, but yet, you know, nobody wants to listen to him. No, it's, just, it's kind of the same idea, just having that that knowledge of the future, you know, almost firsthand because of how connected you were to it, mm-hmm. but no one believing you or just not being able to to openly have that conversation, you know. Anyway. That's just time travel and stuff for you. Whenever they mix time travel into it, it just gets me kind of like, oh, you know, where are they going with this? You know, but yeah, hey, tis what it is. Well, I think I'm pretty tapped out for the night talking about this, but this episode was just, um, yeah. I mean, the way they ended it just to kind of get you back on a high note after everything that happened. And we see this, you know, Evan Peters character pop up. Um, yeah, I, I, I really think that this is a shock to Wanda. Mm-hmm. It's a shock to us, you know, some of us, thanks to you. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I think we're going to see how it makes sense to her. But this is where, when she got confused at the end, we see as much as I wanted to at one point just say, I told you so, I told you so. And I'm like, she's doing this. She's controlling this. She created this. She didn't create it, but she is controlling it with what she understands. It is, you know, so there's a degree where she's in control. And then there's the rest of it that, you know, however it happens, she's not in control. So with him being introduced, I don't think she had anything to do with that. Neither do I. Not to, not to, not to that degree, at least. She did not manifest him. Like, it, she didn't just like, here you go, here it is, you know. Um, but it's clearly affecting her and on many levels so Hmm. we're gonna see how that turns out in a few days and then we will discuss it next maybe 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 somewhere in the world strange made a really big mistake (laughs) i mean Mm. it could be it could be something (laughs) like that you know which i'm i'm just speculating now but it would be cool like could you just imagine like strange is doing Mm. whatever magic he's doing in his office or whatever and just uh (laughs) uh-oh (laughs) <laughs> I think that would be really wrong, wrong brother. <laughs> <laughs> wrong one. Oh my I mean, God. hey, and that makes perfect sense because if this is all tying into the multiverse of madness, like I was saying, it would not be out of the ordinary. It would not be outlandish to think that, you know, that, that could be happening along the same timeline. You're right. You know, all of that madverse, um, the multiverse of madness, you know, being connected here. So it really could have a connection there that we'll see in that that'll explain a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, 
but mm-hmm. they're going to obviously give us enough information between now and then so we kind of yes. understand more because they, they, you, you can't finish a season with that many questions. <laughs> you know? Well, that, that goes back so, to what we, 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 we started this conversation off with was they did not want this to be the introduction to the next phase. Right, so maybe right. there are going to be a lot of questions left on the table that will be filled in later by, you know, by Loki or um, yeah. by Will, yeah. uh, uh, Winter Soldier Falcon. Or even Did by you see the new trailer one of for these that? movies. I didn't catch it. That was that was a part okay. of the Super Bowl where I wasn't in the room. <laughs> oh no, I, I looked at it online. Yeah, I missed like I said, I missed <laughs> so much of the Super Bowl. But um yeah, the 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 trailer for it looked better than the other one. Because mm-hmm. so I was more excited about WandaVision because I'm like, oh this looks interesting. It's gonna be like, you know, kind of a mind trip. And then but Winter Soldier or yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, meh. Like, th- th- no offense, those two characters just didn't do anything for me in the movies. Like, they were there. They had parts to, mm-hmm. to a point, but they weren't interesting. They weren't interesting yeah, enough. The, like, the, am- among everything else going on, they were kind of, the you know, the, the weaker links. You, you, I know what you mean, because after, after Civil War, no, no, after, after Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I mean, Bucky is kind of in the background after that movie. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I I absolutely understand what you mean. Yeah, so that's kind of how I felt about it. But after, um, after seeing the new trailer, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I mean, I'm I'm obviously gonna watch it. It's not like I'm not going to watch it like out of protest. I'm like, I don't like these characters. Oh, of course. Like no, (laughs) but you know, I think I think I'm a little bit more excited to see it. And I'm but I'm going into it with not high expectations. Mm Hmm. Which, I mean, after seeing what they've done with WandaVision, it's like, why wouldn't you go in with high expectations? Well, just because I don't want to put myself in any, any position where I'm going to be let down by it. Um, and, even, and even so, it's like Marvel has had its, its low points. Um, I was recently watching over the weekend. I, I put on, I, I watched maybe mm, some of, a little, little more than half of Iron Man 3 again. And that was a movie that a lot of people hated. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 of all of them. Yeah. I love a lot of it mainly because you get to see Tony Stark at you know as not Iron Man for the majority of that film he's not in an Iron Man suit Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's so cool about it because they took him out and it wasn't the typical like should I hang up the cape thing you know like they did with Spider-Man like they did with Superman like it wasn't that typical situation it's just like oh his suit was down so he had to be smart and it's like, okay. And then just everything else, it's like he's stuck where he is. And obviously he's not going home. His, his, all of his suits are gone. Everybody's in hiding. So he doesn't, he has no choice. But um, yeah, it was really cool to see him go to a hardware store and come up with this Home Alone style, you know, <laughs> setup to break in. <laughs> I was like, wow, it was just really, really cool. But anyway, I'm, I'm going way too far off with it. But um, the point is, you got to go into it knowing that there's a lot of, there's a lot of ups and downs and you can't love everything, but you can learn to appreciate certain parts of it for the good parts. Of course. You know, we can't expect everything to be perfect. We can't expect everything to be exciting. So many people hated that movie because it turned the Mandarin into a joke. That the Mandarin was, it was a distraction. Spoiler alert. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, uh, here we go again. But Iron Man 3. Movie. 
Yeah, it, it was a joke. It, it literally it was a joke. You got Ben Kingsley playing an actor, playing a this Mandarin character to spread fear. When in reality, the real bad guy was um, what's his face there from Memento? You know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of his character's name in Memento, but yeah, whatever. Guy Pierce, mm. Aldrich Killian. You know, so it was all a front. Which honestly, like I know people hated that, but I was like, but that's really smart. So I actually thought it was cool because of the way they did that. You know, they wanted to bring the Mandarin in there, but for diehard Iron Man fans, you know, basically just destroying the Mandarin character like that, I can see why they'd be upset. Mm. You know? Yeah. I yeah. wasn't a diehard Iron Man fan. Like, I, I didn't really... I watched the cartoon back in the day a couple of times, but if it wasn't Spider-Man, it wasn't X-Men, um, you know, I, or, or Batman, I wasn't really interested in it. So no, I, I, I would stumble upon it. Yeah. And it's funny because War Machine was actually, it was played by um, Uncle Phil, um, James Avery, who, I mean, he did a lot of voice acting. He was Shredder. But anyway, um, I remember War Machine was clearly him. And I'm like, oh, it's him again. He's everywhere. So, wow, I digress. It's late. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally done. All right. All right. Have a good one. You guys, enjoy your day, night, or whatever it is for you at this point. You are very tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> All right. We're done. Bye, everybody. We're getting out of here. Have a good one, everybody. Sweet Jesus.